Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast where me, Jason, and me, Jennifer, have a few drinks and talk shit about our kids. And if you could, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Guide to Poor Parenting. Let me see if I can adjust my microphone because it's wanting to sync on me. Ooh, that's the wrong direction. We are just having all sorts of technical difficulties today. Woohoo! Oh, Lord. Um, well, besides our technical difficulties, Miss Jennifer, how's your week been? It's been okay. Wesley's been a little butt, but you know, that's par for course. Par for the course. Par for course. They've both been like um, struggle busting with lying lately. Very much so. But. And turning into preteens. Yes. And all the hormones and the changing of medicines and mm-hmm. all that good stuff just does not help things. No, Because you does never not. know if it's medicine or if it's hormones or if he's just a little shit so or if it's a foster care trauma right yeah. well that too but yeah <laughs> well yeah it's been a week um well i'm very glad for all four of our listeners out there uh my hi mom, uh, hi, mom. my my dear sweet aunt nancy came into town to visit us and my mom and uh we begged her to come on the podcast and we told her we'd give her wine wine liquor and food and she said yes Woo-hoo. so miss nancy say hello hello what are we drinking today miss nancy bordeaux uh Can i you... can't <laughs> can't read it <laughs> I, I would say it's Les Portes de Bordeaux. Oh, Les Portes de Bordeaux. Because I'm being fancy. Les Portes de Bordeaux. The French is probably Les instead yeah. of Les. Ah, and Le... probably no S at the port, huh? Yeah. Ports. Ports. Yeah, no S is silent. Well, see, I just added the yeah, S's right. in the wrong spot. That's all it was. Yeah, we, we got done with dinner last night. I was like, well, let's stop by Aldi's. And we'll, uh, I saw this fancy. I was like, we. Trader Joe's? <laughs> Why did I say Aldi's? Trader Joe's, thank you. We were planning to go to Aldi's. Yeah. Um,. But we, we stopped at Trader Joe's and got some wine, and, and I'd seen a TikTok thing where someone had done some really yummy-looking brie, and um, we had been at Sam's earlier that day, and Jennifer's like, they have this big wheel of brie for $7. Just get it. I'm like, oh, just wait. I don't want to get that much brie. And then we get home, and we buy the brie, and I look in the fridge. I'm like, oh, I already have a thing of baked brie that's supposed to be baked. <laughs> so it's just been a day. It has. It has been a day. It's been a year. It's only the beginning of the year. That's true. It's, it's 2023. Uh, who knows when this will come out? Uh, hopefully it'll come out in a f- probably like March time frame, but we'll see. Um, well, Miss Nancy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, and for the wine. Yeah. Are you ready to talk shit about your daughter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a specialty of yours. Talk shit about herself. Yeah, that's true. Oh, that's not all the stories oh, yeah. this is my first time meeting miss nancy and i get to hear the good stuff yes well miss nancy you and my dad grew up in northeast texas in Cason, yep. little town population of 200 and that included the dogs yep and wow. there were a lot of them <laughs> more dogs than people um probably yeah it's definitely more livestock than people yeah <laughs> But you left for California. No, did you? You went to well, University of Rochester, to, didn't you? First, I went to Centenary College in Shreveport, and after that, I went to University of Rochester in Rochester, New York. Then from there, I went to UCLA, and there I stayed. <laughs> wow. Now, how did you end up at Rochester? Well, I had to have some some place that gave me a full stipend. You know, tuition paid. 
yeah. and stipend every month because otherwise I would be hungry and homeless. <laughs> no wine. No wine. How was Rochester? Cold. <laughs> no, it was so cold there that the Strong Memorial was the hospital that was connected to University of Rochester. And it's so cold and snowy there that there were tunnels from the hospital to the university to the nuclear labs where I worked a lot. <coughs> it's cold there. It's like right on the lake. It, it, it's on Lake I can't remember Superior or something? Lake. Erie, maybe. Erie, I don't know. So you got all those lake effect snow. Oh, it was terrible. As I remember when Kelly graduated college from Cornell, I had never been to North New York before. And it was, I think, early, mid-May, something like mm -hmm. that. And it had just snowed the week prior. And it was, like, in the 50s. And I was like, I've just come from Texas. Like, this is so cold <laughs> for May. <laughs> we nearly froze to death. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually late May. It was. Oh, God, it was so cold. So how did you end up in Los Angeles? What now? How did you end up in Los Angeles? Uh, I went to UCLA. That was for grad for, school? For graduate school. And I just never left Los Angeles <laughs> until I moved. So I started following Kelly all over the country. Yeah, oh, that was your first well, yeah. That was your first mistake. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you, you went to UCLA, is that where you met your husband, Ed, my uncle? Actually, I met him in Los Angeles, but after I got my degree... In, in statistics, which having a list, I have a hard time saying, but anyway, uh, I went to work for the city of Los Angeles, and so one of my best friends there at the city was Craig Avery. So I used to, we used to go, I, I would go skiing with them, and Ed was Glenda's friend because she worked at Hughes, and he was an engineer at Hughes, mm -hmm. so we would go skiing together, so eventually we started dating. How long from, I guess, dating and then marriage and then Kelly? What's that timeline well, look like? Let me see. I don't remember how long from dating to marriage, but uh, let me see. I was about 34 when we got married, and I decided I didn't want to have a child right away. So <laughs> probably about, I was... I think I was 39 when she was born. Wow. Yeah. Because you and Mom are about are the same age, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And y'all, she had me at 35, and I think you were, Kelly's about four years younger than I am. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so that's how I ended up in Los Angeles and met Ed in the state. <laughs> now, did y'all, where were y'all, the house I remember y'all, or Kelly growing up in is the Palos Verdes house. That's correct. Where, how, like... Did, was that the house y'all bought? Was that no. your first house together? Our first house was in West L.A. Do you know where Marina Del Rey is? I've heard of it. Okay. It was right on the boundary of Marina Del Rey. And, I mean, M Marina Del Rey is not a city. It's an area. Right. But we were very close to Marina Del Rey. So... And what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> was the Palace Verdes house y'all's first house together? Oh, no. So we bought a house on Moore Street, which was, like I said, very close to Marina Del Rey. And 
that's where she was born. That that's where we lived when she was born. Mm. Then, uh, after she was born, and when it came time for school. kindergarten, yeah. I put her in a private kindergarten because the schools in that area were L.A. City schools, and they were terrible. My next door neighbor actually had their little boy in the kindergarten, and he was a year ahead of Kelly. And it was so bad that they actually left Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. So anyway, so uh, when it came, came time to go to kindergarten, I put her in a private kindergarten. And they had said, well, instead of paying for private kindergarten, why don't we just move to an area that has good schools? So we moved to Palos Verdes. Now, is Palos Verdes its own separate city from Los Angeles? Yes. Oh, well, okay. there's, on, on the Palos Verdes Peninsula, it's a peninsula out into the Pacific, and there's four cities there. Oh, and we okay. live in Rancho Palos Verdes, the poverty area of Palos Verdes. Because, <laughs> like, nowadays, well, I mean, nowadays, well, all of it. No, all I mean, it was, even then, it, it was, you know. Very it, expensive. I, I think the richest, one of the richest cities in the nation is at the top of, of that hill, Rolling Hills mm. is really, I mean, only millionaires live there. And then there's Rancho Palos Verdes and, and Rolling Hills Estates and Palos Verdes Estates. So they make up, but Rancho Palos Verdes was the poorest of the rich cities. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like living out in Hampton Cove in Huntsville as opposed to Madison. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, I mean, I, Nowadays, you just hear the horror stories of how expensive L.A. is, but was it expensive yeah. then? Well, the Palos Verdes area was, but no, L.A. In, wasn't generally all that expensive. I'll, I'll be surprised if California becomes less expensive because people are leaving California because of high taxes, high crime, so, you know... It, I think it's bound to have an effect, but it's so expensive, I could never afford to move there again. Oh, but that, did you know how much that Palace Verdes house was, is listening well, for now? we bought it, it was 300000 and then we sold it for 550000 Wow. And I'm Wait, sure you bought that thing in like 1980, didn't you? Let me see. No, she was born in 81, and we bought it when she was five, so that would make it 86. 300000 and 86 money? That's still really expensive. Yeah, yeah no, it, it, it was. And I was a nervous wreck. I was sure that we were going to go bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so it's, you know, uh, I'm sure now it's probably... Oh, it's well over a million. A two million. Yeah. Because we had a view of, of the harbor area. I, I, it's their house they grew up, or Kelly grew up in, was, I always thought it was, it's small, but it was really cute. And, well, it was 2,000 square feet, 2,200 yeah. square feet, so oh. it wasn't that small. No, I guess it wasn't. It's, but it, I just remember, I guess I don't, I only been there like a handful of times, but I just don't remember it being like a, you know, a sprawling mansion, or, you know, no, McMansion or like that. You know, but it was three bedrooms, mm -hmm. and there was a pool, there was yep. a pool deck, and... I just I always remember overlooking like you could see the lights of the city below. It was really yeah. pretty. That's cool. But it was I was always you know you think of L.A. being like kind of a desert, but it was always so cold at night because because <laughs> well because of the water, but it's all you know my favorite phrase is the dry heat too. It's like once that sun dips down, it's like there's hardly any moisture in there, and it's just all that that 
sea breeze. Right on the coast. Yeah, that yeah. sea breeze comes right in over the. Oh God! If we had lived in central LA, you wouldn't have had that impression. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you were back? Kelly had a meeting in Los Angeles about six months ago, so I went with her. And the amazing thing is, I had worked in downtown LA for years and years and years. I worked, you know, at the mm -hmm. county of, of Los Angeles. I was a consultant, but I worked down at the county office buildings. And uh, I did not recognize downtown LA. Mm -hmm. There, the high rises. There weren't that many high rises when I was there. Because it was pretty scary when you were working there, wasn't it? Well, it you know parts of downtown were like good row area. But I, I I worked in the area where the government offices were mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the music center. I worked right across the street from the music center, so I could stay in my office and watch the Academy Awards people. Oh and, wow! Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But anyway, it was uh, you know that part of downtown was perfectly safe. But parts of downtown, yeah, were very scary, like Skid Row. And as a matter of fact, when I was working for the city of L.A., I was working at one point with the community development department. And they decided they would make this one area of downtown L.A. more safe by renting an office building right in Skid Row. <laughs> and after we started there, they warned us, do not wear jewelry on your way to work. Oh, God. <laughs> And people literally in some of those Skid Row uh, apartment buildings, mm -hmm. they would throw hot water on people <gasps> walking through. And so they said, do not walk close to the buildings. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, of course, they had us, you know, poor people park in this lot where you had to walk through Skid Row to get to your car. <laughs> whereas all the executives parked right in the building. Heck, yeah. That's and I... I filed a complaint, <laughs> which didn't get me anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people mad at me, but still, I thought it was—I thought it was very wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, that is kind of BS. Yeah. <laughs> so Miss Kelly, so after she went to the pro public school. She didn't go to high school though in Ranchers Park. She, uh, yeah. What, what happened is when she started high school, I put her in Chadwick, which is yeah. a private high school, and that was because. One of her best friends at work was Peter Zuckerman. I remember Peter. I mean, at school was Peter Zuckerman. And Peter's, that, you know, the Zuckerman's kids all went to Chadwick when they started high school. And I thought it would be much better for Kelly because the Pellisbury's high school was a big high school, like, you know, a thousand people or so, mm -hmm. a thousand kids. Whereas Chadwick, and the classes were like 30 or 40 per class. Whereas at Chadwick, class size was about 10 or 12 and uh, it was a very pretty campus and so yeah we uh, I put her there and it was a good decision I think because she got yeah. a really good education well like I, I don't have I so the Peter Zuckerman she's talking about he's um, he's actually a Peabody Award winner isn't he or is it he could be I don't know he, he, he's he, he's written some books that yeah. were bestsellers yeah buried in the sky about people dying on Everest right. and a couple others, but he was a journalist too. Yes. And um, he was married to, I think he might still be married to the mayor of Portland for a little he, while. Well, he, the ex mayor of Portland, Sam, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they are still together. So. But Kelly's class is like the heavens blessed that uh, Chadwick because like, they're all doctors, lawyers, 
award-winning journalists and so well, they, were, they were all smart kids and like yeah. I say Chadwick did a really good education gave him a really good education to boot so yeah so what did y'all ever think about having a second one no I was too old <laughs> <laughs> besides that I didn't think I could handle more than one and it was a good decision <laughs> you couldn't afford more than one <laughs> I was about to say, I think Kelly's pretty close, don't worry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, do you remember any foils and um, fun stories from Kelly's uh, childhood? Well, I'll tell you one, it was very embarrassing, but it's probably the one that sticks in my mind. <laughs> Ed had a conference in Monterey, California. So Kelly and I accompanied him to this conference, and it was really nice, you know. But after we got there, I kind of had a stomach problem. So I took Kelly, and we went to the ladies' room, and I was sitting in a stall, and, you know, the stall was kind of far back. I mean, the toilet was kind of far back from the door, and I took Kelly in with me. So she opened the door <laughs> so that the whole restroom could view me. <laughs> With your upset Sitting stomach. There. And I couldn't write and I couldn't move. <laughs> All I could do was yell and scream. Which brought more to right? Oh, Lord. How, how old was she at the time? Like three? Uh, about four. Okay. That's so funny. <laughs> that is funny. I would, oh. I would never go there again. That's for sure. So after, let's see, after um, Kelly went to Chadwick, she got to, she got, no, she went to Cornell. No, no, she went to a community college, didn't she? No, she went to Columbia in New York City. Oh, I but, forgot about that. Yeah, she had some emotional problems. You know, her dad was diagnosed with leukemia. And it, <clears throat> excuse me, it became, he being sick with a terminal illness made him furious. And so that gave Kelly a lot of emotional yeah. issues. And so she went off to Columbia, but she didn't last very long. And so I brought her back home and uh, put her in community college, put her in Santa Monica Community College. And then from there, she went to Cornell. Okay. So I remember when she uh, when she applied for college, she was sending out um, audition tapes because she was going into she was yeah, going to be an she, organist. Yeah, she wanted to go uh, to uh, what's that music school in New York City? Juilliard. Juilliard. I thought that was a and high she, school. She she auditioned for Juilliard, uh, but she didn't get into Juilliard. But she did get into Columbia. So okay, and she was going to do. Organ at Columbia? No, she was going to, you know, the, the music was secondary. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she she really enjoyed it, and she was good at it, too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, she used to play the organ. Her piano teacher and her organ teacher uh, belonged to this, I think it was Episcopalian or Presbyterian church there in Palos Verdes. And so Kelly became their organist. And, you know, at 16, she was making $100 a week. Thank you. Yeah. That's some good money. 
I think she had to quit though, because like the org, she threw out her back or pulled a muscle in her back, didn't she? No, she had back problems from sitting there, but she stayed there until she went off to college. Yeah. Okay. She gave us a performance when we went out for her graduation. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Was it the high school graduation? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, why wasn't I there? I was in college, but I don't remember why I wasn't there. Because you didn't like Kelly that much. <laughs> <as it> was. <laughs> I was there for a college graduation. I don't remember why I wasn't there for high school, though. It's probably because yeah, we didn't remember for you bill for your flight. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to pay for you. They yeah. want to spend their money on themselves. Yeah, that's true. It was How dare a, you? It, it was a holiday. <laughs> How dare you, Mom? <laughs> if, you, if you couldn't hear, my mom's in the, in the peanut gallery kind of shooting off comments. <laughs> well, I'm not sure you were in college, so you probably couldn't. Go. It was probably final exam time for you. Yeah, they just didn't want to ask you to go. Yeah, probably. It was. Like your mama said, don't want to foot the bill. <laughs> but I say they paid a pretty penny for my college education. They probably didn't want to spend any more. Yep. <laughs> was that when we were in Denver and mm -hmm. he was in Texas? Yep. Yeah. <sighs> so what? Um, so after she finished Cornell, did she go straight to UCLA for for mm -hmm. medical school? Mm -hmm. And so she got her medical degree at UCLA. And then she did a MD-PhD program, mm -hmm. and she got into she Cambridge. Got Cambridge in, 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 she in did that before she got the PhD. That, that, that's right. After her junior year, she went into the, the Howard Hughes Foundation, had a medical thing that you could apply for. Mm -hmm. And so she won that. And... She went to the Howard Hughes Medical Institute in Washington, and that's where she met Jesse, her husband. He was also on that same program. He had been at Creighton Medical School in uh, Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. So uh, that's that's where where they met, and huh. then she came back and did her final year at UCLA, and then she went to Cambridge, and they kept, you know. Stringing her along. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, and then after she graduated, after she after Cambridge, she went back to UCLA. Yeah, for a residency, if I remember. Yeah. It's a lot of school. Is all I'm hearing. Lots yeah. of school. A lot of school. I mean, fun Cambridge, but lots of school is all I hear with that and money. <laughs> well, with Kelly, did you did y'all pay for the medical school, or did she have scholarships uh, the whole way? I paid for the first two years, I think it was, and then she got a scholarship for the okay. last two. Oh, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Kelly always had incredible. I will say, Kelly is probably one of the. Kelly and my dad always shared that thing that I was always jealous of that I I didn't inherit myself that they could focus so well and they could yeah. just. Like, Dad could just, like, tune out everything. And Kelly could do the same thing. She'd be like, oh, yeah, I was working so hard, I forgot to eat. And I'm like, I have never forgotten a meal in my entire life. No. Nope. I was I like, don't I don't think I worked that hard. Yeah. I was like, no, nothing can get me to focus that hard. But Kelly and my dad could always just, like, focus so hard on whatever they were doing. It was just like, God bless. I wish I'd gotten that. Oh, well. But um, I remember when we went to, Kelly invited us to her Cambridge graduation. Right. And uh, mom and dad and I and you flew out for that. And I think yeah. you and, that oh, and Zane. Yeah. And then Zane and I attended her master's graduation and y'all did her PhD. 
graduation so we could all see. But, but that was fun. Yeah, that was a really good. We toured all of England. Mm -hmm. We took two weeks and we toured all of England. We went to Bath and to Scotland and... Not, it, not it was, when she was graduating. You did that previously. Did I? You did, yeah, okay. you, me, and Kelly, and Jesse. Well, the Alzheimer's is... <laughs> <laughs> we went to Ely. Yeah. And found my... A wedding ring. Yeah, we, we I did... We went to Paris. We did. We took the channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we took that train. Yeah. yeah. We, we, well, we were in England. We went yeah. to Cambridge, and then we went to Ely, which is next door, and we found Zane's wedding ring there. And then we went to Paris right after that, yeah. and, and yeah. where I proposed. That was really a lot of fun. Yeah. Ever since I got my mom here, I don't know if she ever told you this, but I got so tickled when she asked this. But we were talking about, she said she was nervous about going on the channel, the, the train under the uh -huh. English channel. She's like, aren't the boats going to hit the tube? <laughs> <laughs> you were worried about boats hitting the, like, the tube or the tunnel. <laughs> Got some tickle with that. That was a fun trip. We've done some uh, pretty. Yeah, we've had some really nice, fun trips together as a family. And so Not many of them are associated with Kelly's graduation. <laughs> <laughs> that is a. So, she's been in. This whole family is like over, way overeducated. <laughs> I'm about to say, I think Mar Martha's the only one without a graduate degree, isn't she? Well, she has a nursing degree, and actually. When Martha gets mad at me, quote, one time. So uh, for everyone listening, Martha is my is Nancy's eldest living sister. Yeah, she's, she's the only other one of the four of us left. Martha's seven years older than I am. And so one time, uh, I think her son Tom said something about her being bossy. And I said, yeah, you know, she really is bossy. Well, Tom went and told Martha that she was bossy. <laughs> so anyway. When I got there the next time, she gave me a big lecture on why she was bossy. Because she was the smartest one in the family. <laughs> and it's probably true. She didn't really get an education. She had the opportunity to go get a degree in nursing. You know, or she only she went to a nursing school instead of a, a college. You know, to get. But anyway, and she said the only reason she didn't take that was because uh, she had met Tommy and she wanted to get married instead. And, and I mean, really, Martha is a really smart person. Yeah, yeah, she is. No, I'm definitely. Yeah, all this, all the mentor siblings were super smart and very well educated. She was the only one without a graduate degree though, because yeah, exactly. Shana had an education. Yeah, she, she had a. Uh, you see, she had a master's degree in counseling, I think. Yeah. And you've got a PhD, and Dad has a master's. PhD, yeah. yeah, I took off my off my auntie because I got my master's. I was going for a statistics PhD too, but didn't quite make it. And I tried getting to do that. <laughs> I was. I'm still mad. Well, did I tell you why I dropped out? <laughs> because you didn't want to spend any more time in college. Well, that was part of it, but I was also volunteering at a youth center in Dallas, and one of the kids had committed suicide right before, like my, uh, I was due to take my qualifiers again. Uh huh. And I was just like, I don't think I can handle this right at the moment. So, and I'd already been in college. I mean, I realize like Kelly's been in longer, but I'd already been in college like 10 years at that time. So I was like, <laughs> Well, he's going back to his roots because I'm taking statistics from my associates and he's oh. helping me with that. So 
We've already done business statistics one, now we're in business statistics two. And I don't understand it, so he is really helping me out there. <laughs> so what if, like, being a parent, what do you think, um, I was going to say, uh, what do you think you, your biggest successes and failures have been? When Kelly was very small, like, you know, three, four, or five, I, uh, she was always really uh, headstrong. And if I wanted to turn she's right, still headstrong. she wanted to turn right. <laughs> if I wanted to go right, she wanted to go left, and she'd throw an absolute fit. So when I took her to the pediatrician for a checkup, I, you know, I asked him about it. He said, well, with a child like that, my advice is, Pick your battles carefully, because otherwise you're going to be fighting all the time. So, you know, I quit yelling at her for using the bed as a trampoline. There you go. <laughs> and something like that. As long as she wasn't hurting herself, another human being, or an animal, I kind of let her do whatever she wanted. <laughs> she's, I think she took that to heart with her boys, too. <laughs> strong kid because you don't want to you know you really don't want to criticize them all the time yeah so and you don't want to fight all the time no you don't want to fight all the time and that's what he said he said you're going to be fighting all the time if you try to impose your will on her whenever there's something that's you know not really important so he was right it was the best advice I ever got hmm. I felt. I also think part of that was too. She had good genetic stock because you and Ed were very smart, hardworking people, and surrounded by smart, hardworking people that were kind. Well, so. I guess. You guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I don't know why she is what she is. I mean, I'm sure she got. You know, her dad was very smart, so I'm sure she got her brains from the both of us. But uh, was Ed pretty headstrong? Ed, oh yeah. Okay, I don't. I don't have a ton of. I only have met Ed probably like maybe five or six times. So I don't have a ton of memories of him, but I don't. No, he he definitely was headstrong. So, yeah, he got that from she. She got that from him. <laughs> I mean, I'm so easy to get along with. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after some wine. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Do you have any regrets from? No, no. Good. I, I really don't. I mean. I may have made mistakes, but, you know, everybody makes mistakes, and I just don't think you can ever get everything right. So, no, I, I think generally I did okay. Yeah, Mom. I felt like I made plenty of mistakes. Well, yeah. Probably the, you know, when, when they were interviewing me, and I was thinking about raising Kyle. If I had gotten that advice, I might have been better with him. Well, it, it is difficult with a headstrong kid. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we all learn. So I tell Wesley all the time, I'm like, look, I'm learning how to parent. You're learning how to be my child. <laughs> We're not always going to get it right. I'm sorry, but this is just the way that it is because you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. You can look back and be like, oh, shit, I should have done this, this, and this. But that doesn't help you at the time when you're just right, right there and you're, you're getting flustered or you're getting frustrated with them. And you're like, oh, 
should I fight this or should I not? And it's like, okay, will I win this war? No, I don't think I will. So, okay, you can take such and such. Or I'm going to fight this. We're going to go at it, you know? So it's it's all but, but learning. But, you know, I have, yeah, I have learned that lesson because now I get along fine with Kyle because I picked my battles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So... I but I have to put up with a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we all do with our kids. Yeah. What was your childhood like? I mean, I know you grew up with uh, four, three siblings. My dad, your well, two older sisters. You know, but my parents never got along. Which really? Was hard. Oh, yeah. Oh. Are you kidding me? I can remember being four years old and my dad threatening to kill my mom because oh. she wasn't going to do this. I mean, you know, wow. he didn't literally ever try it. But just screaming yeah. and yelling and saying, if you do this, I'm going to kill you. I never knew that. Wow. That, well, oh, granddad yeah. was, was no, passed by the time I was my born. My father was very contentious of my mother. And so they never got along my whole life. And then he left. He moved out when I was mm, in high school. Probably around 9th Oh, I never knew they separated. Did they ever get divorced? No. Uh, he went and lived across the street with his mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. It was horrible because uh, he wouldn't give us money. You know, he, he, he hated mother so much. He wasn't going to supply wow. anything. So I had to go over and get money from him. And sometimes I had to go to the domino hall where he would play dominoes after work and ask for money for grocery. I mean, it was, it was horrible. And he was the principal of the high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, of junior oh, high. He was principal of junior high. But, wow. He, he really, you know, he liked Tom. He liked your dad. Because I remember once he took him on a trip. And he liked Martha because I think she looked like the mentors. Yeah. But Chana and I were dead weights. Well, you and Chana always looked like grandma to me. Yeah, we, yeah. we did, yeah. And I think that was another reason that he didn't have any use for us. What's funny is, though, I think Dad looks a lot like Grandma, too. Now. Like, at, towards the end of his life, he had yeah. that, the minter nose. Yeah. And... But, you know, I, I mean, your dad was his son, and I think yeah. that made a big difference. True. Because he, he probably had more respect for him than he did for the rest of us, except for Martha. He liked Martha. <laughs> He did. Oh, I mean, I'm not doubting you. I was just like, I'm learning all the family secrets I never knew. <laughs> but Tom, I don't think, had respect for him. No. Well, I mean, but, you know, when, when he died, I mean, yeah, Tom, Tom and I were still in school, you know, barely making it. And he left his, uh, he had a small insurance policy through work. Mm -hmm. He left that to his mother. Instead of us. And Tom, Tom joined the army, no, army yeah. and had sent all of his money back to his mother to support her. And yeah. Even after we married, we had to support yeah. her. Yeah, and I was making $200 a month, and so I was sending $50. <laughs> wow. So, it was, yeah, I mean, and that was a big reason, I think, that Tom really didn't have any respect for him, is that he felt like he didn't live up to his obligations in life. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Now, was your grandma, because he moved in, was she nice or was she mean? You know, she was not 
a grandmother that ever, I don't remember her ever doing anything for any of us. She wasn't hostile to us, but she also wasn't warm. She was to me. Oh, was she? Yeah. Hostile or nice? Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> she wasn't rude to us. She just didn't take any interest in us. So that money that she got, she kept. Yeah. Didn't help you guys out. Sure. Well, actually, well, she, she did give some, some of it. She gave some of it to... Uh, the church. <laughs> well, Maybe. no, she, she actually gave some of it to Tom and I, but it was only some of it. Wow. And then my aunt, of course, inherited what she didn't give to us. All the family, all the family drama. Because, you know, when you when you have a dysfunctional family, lots of things go wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, this is frankly the first I've heard of the, the dysfunctional family. You've heard of my dysfunctional. Family. Well, yeah, I know about your dysfunctional family, <laughs> but uh, like I, your your my mom's next eldest sister Nelda was a, around more. Um, like dad's side of the family was. Like you were in Nancy, you were in California, and the other sisters were Northeast Texas, and I didn't see them very often. Your fa mom's side of the family, I saw a lot more often. So yeah. I was kind of more cognizant of what was going on. All the family drama. So tell us yeah. more. What? I blocked the rest out. No, probably good. <laughs> Have where, some more. Where did you grow up? What? What? Cason well, had about 200 people. What, what state is that? Texas. 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 Oh. It's nor it's, northeast Texas. It's about three, uh, three or four hours north of Houston. So your dad just can it pretty much stayed in Texas? My dad? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, Denver. Yeah, they, my dad lived in, uh, he went to University of Texas, and he was also in the Army for a little bit over in uh, Germany for a bit, stationed there. Uh, but he, yeah, he... He went to University of Texas and lived there in, in Texas almost all his life, except for the seven years in Denver. Okay. Seven years? Yeah. Yeah, seven years. Nancy's the only one that really left the state. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I got a scholarship to UCLA, so I went and I remember well, I was, I left on, I took a bus from, I guess from Rochester to Los Angeles. Oh my well, God! It was a long trip. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Fifty dollars. <laughs> so I got to to Los Angeles, and the lady who was going to be my uh, advisor mm -hmm. in graduate school, I stayed with her while I looked for an apartment. And so I found an apartment for ninety dollars a month, and he wanted ninety dollars in advance. And of course, I only had fifty. So <laughs> I sent. You know, I called your dad and I said, I need $90. <laughs> so he sent me a check for $90 and I put it in my bank and paid the landlady $90. But back then, you know, the communication between banks was slow. Mm -hmm. So the check bounced. <laughs> but by then, my scholarship check came. <laughs> so I was saved. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Carl, um, Tom was living paycheck to paycheck. Oh, too. yeah. He was, no. he was in, I guess he was at the University of Texas then. Yeah, yeah. So he was as poorer, poorer than I was. But I, I did. Mean, we made it. Yeah. Y'all survived. I'm, I'm impressed. Right. I do remember Dad said he had ulcers at one point because he was like so stressed about money. And I'm sure that probably contributed to it. And you know, it probably, I have rheumatoid arthritis, which is, you know, stress is what causes it. So I'm sure that's part of it too. Yeah. Dang. But we made it. We made it. <laughs> right. Made us stronger. That's right. About eighty years what, strong. Does it kill you? <laughs> <laughs>
puts you into a mental institution. Um, <laughs> no, no, just makes you drink wine. That's right. That's all it is. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I do. That's right. Wait, hey, about, I like Miss Nancy. Speaking, speaking of wine, I was a... Uh, Nancy grew, you know, lived in California for so long, and uh, her and her her and Kelly are both big wine drinkers. And um, I remember I was, you remember that study like probably a decade ago, twenty years ago, like a, a glass of wine at night is like good for your heart. You just ask me if I remember something. What it is? <laughs> so do you remember the study? You know what I'm talking about, right? That stu- yeah, they yeah. said that a, a glass of wine at night is like good for your heart or whatever. Red wine. Red wine. Well, I was just, I was listening on TikTok and, uh, and the other day and somebody was talking about how that study's been debunked. And I was like, oh, don't tell Nancy. <laughs> Not that it'll make much difference, but. <laughs> hey, she got to this point with her wine. Right. Two bottles a night. No, is that what you said? Two bottles a night? No. <laughs> no. Right, I'll just but I bet the guy that did that study dies of heart trouble. I was going to say, I like if he's apparently not studying the French because they've been. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they that's drink right. till they're ninety and. Yeah. Let's go on siesta. That's right. Lunchtime, <laughs> drink some wine. That's right. Well, you know, in in Europe, the wine drinking, especially among the French, started with the monks because the water was so bad. That you drank wine instead of water yep. to keep from getting. Uh, well, yeah, like before um, tea was introduced, I think beer and uh, yeah. alcohol was yeah. how you made sure you weren't getting poisoned by the the poop filled water that you got out of the right. wells. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol kills most things. That's right. I was just telling Jennifer there was I watched some documentary about how they there was a thing of cholera outbreak in London and they traced it to this well where people were drinking out of but it was also where they dumped their like chamber pots and all that stuff I was like oh I was like I don't know. I mean, water's not supposed to be that color oh, you know? let's be clear if you don't have clear water then you don't drink it no. so, they didn't have a choice I know well drink wine that's right that's what they did I think last night we were actually talking about how like we're spoiled on how things smell I was like I can't even imagine like going to London 200 years ago and just yeah. the smell of everything or or like can you imagine new orleans 200 years ago and that heat nope. <laughs> I mean, it smells in 2020 yeah <laughs> it don't smell that great now <laughs> so thinking of you know, that swamp 1902 Ugh. even worse <laughs> good times well now that you're um a grandmother how's that been treating you i know your your grandson's running ragged oh yeah i i can't i literally can't take care of them for more than about 30 minutes at a time. I mean, they're two boys and they're rambunctious. And if they were on this couch, they'd be jumping off the arms and flipping over the, this, you know, it's like they're, I mean, they're, they're nice kids. They're very nice kids, just very rambunctious. Yeah. Was, hyper, it sounds like. Well, mm, they're just boys. <laughs> I don't, they're, they don't have the, like, they can be calm when they need to. They're not yeah. like Wesley yeah. is where he's super distracted, but he's, they just feed off each other, and they have internal playmates because they're so close in age. Right. <coughs> and, and they give them, like, Nerf guns. Well, the Nerf guns stay in the basement. Yeah. But <coughs> they are loud. They don't have any worries about having Nerf guns. Yeah. True, true. Jennifer's kind of cautious about letting Wesley have any well, Nerf guns. You know, Kelly probably wouldn't have done it. Jesse comes from a gun family, so yeah. he was all for it. 
he's also white. Like we're we're hesitant to let them play with guns just because. Well, that's true. That's yeah, very true. like you can you have a bright that. pink one get shot. Yeah, so I, you know, I don't want my baby anywhere near that. No, so. no, you don't. Unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Yeah, when we came up for Christmas, no Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. it was yeah, it was. I that was the first time I've seen them as kind of older children, and it's like they're sweet kids. But I was like, man, I thought Kalia was loud. <laughs> <laughs> Those boys are loud. <laughs> yeah, they are. But, but they are sweet kids. They yeah. really are. And Max yeah. especially is really, uh, you know, every time I see him, he hugs me and says, I yeah. love you, Nana. Oh, he's, they, they adore you. They yeah, love you. Yeah. It reminds me, you haven't, you, you may have met her. Do you remember her and Lindsay from the wedding? She has the red hair. You probably do. I kind of do, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. has three boys. And I, you know, I went over there probably about... Probably about six years ago, and um, those boys treated me like a jungle gym, and I, they were just all over me and jumping on me and yeah. tackling me. I was like, and I barely knew them, and yeah, as Jennifer dispenses out more wine. Thank you, Jennifer. As we're on to our second bottle, what are we drinking now, Jennifer? This is the Cherry Blossom Pinot Noir. Cherry Blossom. 2020. We have. Bad year. Bad year. There's no bad year. Right? <laughs> That's when COVID started. Oh. Well, wine doesn't catch. Well, no, 2020 is when you got sick. <laughs> I hope not. 2020 what? is when you got sick, honey. But that's when it started. Well, yeah, but. Well, they call it 19. Yeah, I mean, it did start in China in 2019. Yeah. Oh, did it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought. No, we got it. Americans. I mean, it came it was, like they shut everything down in March 2020, right. though. Yeah, that's why I said 2020 because that's what I was thinking about. Oh, and I thought you I said 2019. 2020. Oh God, I can't hear anything. <laughs> it's because you you don't listen. To that's true. That's very true. I picked it up from the grand the children's. Yes. Clea listen listens to me more so than Wesley does. Yeah. Clea scared of me. I did it right. <laughs> Oh, well, let's see. We've talked about our kids and our grandkids. Oh, um, let's see. I guess we'll transition. So if you have any funny stories about your kids. Or if you need some bad parenting advice. Email us at guide to poor parenting at gmail.com. All one word. Miss um, Jennifer, what do we have for a snack today? Well, tell it again. The honey and the pecans. That's right. That I had to work on, and, and I, it was I, delicious. You did a wonderful job. Well, thank you so much, Miss Nancy. But I also like made the oven very dirty because <laughs> it. it overflowed. It's um, all good. But yeah, I really enjoy it. I mean, we we were smart and we put it on a baguette. Mm-hmm. So that we weren't crunching all up in the microphones. Yeah, we were deciding last night. Oh, what should we get? We should get some like. Uh, we were talking about getting. Um, using some of our leftover dip that a friend of ours got us and i was like should we get some chips and she's like that's not for the podcast i'm like okay it's not like cows chewing yeah. cud in the middle of the podcast yeah because i wanted to get carrots for the dip because i like the carrots in the yeah dip, and i was like i'm just gonna be rhyme, rhyme, rhyme. so that's probably not the smartest thing to do <laughs> if we ever go to video with this podcast uh, it'll be funny because we'll be like covering our faces trying not to like chew into the microphone because it's yeah. so loud but if you go to video, I won't participate. Okay. Because I don't have pictures taken of me anymore. Oh. If, I, if I look in the mirror, I'm tall and slim. If I see a picture, I'm short and fat. So. You are not fat. I was like, Nancy, 
seen you. Ever. I mean, I can say you're short because you are. I was like, you've I'm never tall. been tall. Most people who are tall are short to me, anyways, because I'm a tall woman. You are a petite are not fat. lady. Yeah. Uh, very petite. Yes. But now I have a goal. Which is? Take pictures of Miss Nancy. Oh. <laughs> Get one with Wesley. There you go. Uh, Wesley and Cleo, she can't say no to that's that. That's right. <laughs> All right, well, we've had our drinks. We've had our snacks. I guess it's story time. Miss Nancy, do you have a good story for, about Kelly? No, I've done all my story time. <laughs> I don't remember a ton of stories, but I there was one... Something about like going to a wedding in a thrift stop, shore, thrift store, shift or something like that. What now? Didn't Kelly like y'all were going to a wedding or something like that, and Kelly decided it was during the thrift store phase, and she showed oh, up. Oh, and... that's right, that's right. No, it was a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. Okay. She was supposed to go with the Zuckermans to a bar mitzvah, so I had gotten her a dress to wear at a bar mitzvah, but. Instead, she had gone to a thrift store and she got a slip. It was literally a slip. <laughs> and, uh, but she had worn it and it was dirty. So, what she did is she pulled that slip out of the dirty clothes and put it on to go to the bar mitzvah. <laughs> so I quickly called Liz and I said, Liz, she's coming over, she's dressed in a slip, you can send her home if you want. Listen, don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I thought she got. I I couldn't. I vaguely remember the story because I remember how mad you were <laughs> going in a dirty slip. <laughs> um, kids, kids, God love them. Uh, wasn't there? Yeah, maybe that's the story Kelly told me that I shouldn't tell you. Um, you yeah. <laughs> Not that you're remembered anyway, but that's all right. Kelly can tell it if she ever gets That's right. She's a mother. She can come yeah. on the yeah. podcast. We get to hear about her. <laughs> and her, her traumatic upbringing. Yep. Like, oh, mom and dad were constantly fighting. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Miss Nancy, for coming and drinking wine with us. Thank you for having me. Of course. And thanks for everybody for listening to A Guide to Poor Parenting. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And, okay, so I'm going to try and do this one from the memory. I typed it out earlier, but I couldn't get it to print. Uh, Okay. If you don't like our podcast, just like when we tell our kid, no, when our kids ask us if they can open a Christmas present early. Tough shit. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) I, I thought maybe there was more to it, and I was like, no. Yeah, that's good enough. (laughs) Well, thank you, everybody. Bye. Bye.